744-16 till 8. Joe Lapinto, what you got coming up next? Oh, I'm sorry, wrong sheriff. How you doing, Joe? <laughs> I'm still the one working. Yes, that's right. I, I get him confused occasionally. How you doing, all right? I'm doing good, Tommy. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Tommy. My kids are in the car. They wanted to say say something, too. Well, good morning. Who is uh, that? What's their first morning. name? Joey and Lily. Hey, Joey and Lily. How y'all? Going to school or what? Well, you don't sound excited. You don't sound too excited about it. But 3 o'clock will be here at whatever time you get out before you know it, all right? Hang in there. Try to learn something. All right. Let's talk about that's sweet. Tell me um, about what happened in River Ridge, uh, Joe, if you will, and who's still on a loose, and then what happened at the police station with the mother. You know, just a, you know, another typical night, unfortunately. You know, I mean, these burglaries are continuing to happen, you know, week by week, sometimes day by day. Uh, you know, both sides of the river for us, and we, we just, you know, they had some great success in making some arrests. And, uh, but unfortunately, as I tell people, you know, it's like, what are, what are the police doing? We don't know where they're going to be next, right? I mean, if you and I got into a car, I can I, I could have people out of the street every day, but I don't know what street they're going to be on. You know, and, and in this case, they made a mistake. They decided to burglarize, what was it, 62 vehicles uh, in the same parking lot. So the more time that they have to be in the parking lot, the more uh, vehicles that they break into, uh, the longer that it gives us somebody a chance to see them, to give us time to respond. That's why I tell everybody, lock their doors, right? Locking the doors gives us a better opportunity. I need them to pull on 200 door handles uh, to get into 10 instead of pulling on 20 door handles to get into 10, right? I want them to be out there longer to be able to do so. And even if they have to break the window, which is what they did in this case for the most part, it gives somebody the ability to hear that window break, to call us, to for us to be able to respond. So, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. I don't know nobody wants that window broken, but it gives us the opportunity to catch them. I uh, got two of them on scene yesterday. I uh, ended up catching another one uh, last night, which we'll be, an, uh, we'll be announcing that probably later today. Um, and, you know, it did some additional follow-up work yesterday, and we're able to, to make an additional arrest. So, so what happened? Who, who got arrested? The mother of whom? Well, we had a 12- and a 14-year-old that were arrested on scene that night. Uh, the mother showed up at our detective bureau, um, you know, when—, when we need, we need her permission for them to be able to talk to us because they're juveniles. Mm-hmm. Uh, she refused that uh, you know, permission, which is certainly within her right to be able to do so. Uh, but after that was over with, um, they were going to be transported to a Revolve- correctional facility. I mean, that's, that's the process, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, she decided she wasn't going to leave without her kids. I'm like, ma'am, you can't, you know. And so we tried to walk her outside. She ended up having a bunch of warrants and attachments out for her own arrest. And truthfully, my deputies were probably giving her a break that night. Uh, but she decided to act a fool and wasn't going to go someplace. And so we, she ended up in jail also. Um, and just, you know, just ridiculous that a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old are out at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, a lot of people say arrest the parents. Well, I mean, that's what we did in this case, right? I mean, but the fact of it is, is you know, the courts have already decided they can't arrest them for the burglaries, but certainly uh, they can go for the jail for their own charges, and that's what she did. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on this one family, but I think in microcosm it does indicate a lot of the problems that we have as, uh, as a society. So the 12- and the 14-year-old are out at what, 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Mother apparently didn't know about it, or even worse if she did. Um, then goes down to the police station, doesn't hold the kids to fault at all, um, wants to take them home, I guess. Is that what you told me? 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, she wasn't leaving out. This is injustice. I mean, it's like, no, the, the, you know, I've got 62 victims that are out there. You know, no, no, no reserve of I am so sorry for what my kids have done. You know, no, none of that, right? Uh, you know, the, the, the reality of it is you've got 62 people that have to put, you know, their vehicles back together, their, their property, you know, all of get windows replaced, everything else in between, and not – you know, look, kids make up, mess up. We understand that. Uh, kids are going to mess up, and, and 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 but from a parental standpoint, you should be, you know, shocked at what your kids done, and and then show remorse for what your kids have done, uh, not the opposite. And and that that's the difference. We we need a society that can step up uh, and, and take responsibilities for for the actions, mistakes, or anything like that. Were these felony warrants or what that she was booked on? Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know. Uh, Tommy, uh, it was a fugitive out of another parish, so I don't know what that what that warrant was for. Uh, so I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. That that's not on the paperwork that I I look at. Do you have any idea if this is the first time these kids did this? Because I find it hard to believe that on your first night you're going to get on the Earhart Expressway. I presume that was the 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 way they got there and then just start breaking into 62 cars that would be hard to believe don't you think joe well the, the vehicle itself was actually carjacked in st john parish earlier that day all right uh so so i mean uh, where they came from you know again my the detectives are following that up as i said we made another arrest yesterday uh which will probably be able to release some more information i, I don't have a report yet on that one to, to be able to give you everything uh but you know, that, that being said, we're going to continue to follow up on these cases. Uh, you know, is it likely? I mean, we've always said it's a small number of individuals that are committing these crimes, these carjackings, these burglaries. But as you can see, you know, they can create a whole bunch of havoc, right? You're talking about 62 burglaries just in that one parking lot. Um, that, that being said, if they're doing that two times a week, three times a week, that's a whole bunch of different cases uh, that, are, that are happening, you know, over a period of time. But it's, it's a small number of people, right? And so you've got to affect arrest on these people, get them off the streets to give that break. We, we can't – police can't be in the same place all the time to be able to catch somebody, right? Uh, our job is not that way. Uh, we are reactionary in nature. We're going to respond to crime. But the way you cr- to cut down on these numbers is you solve crime quickly to prevent yep. the next crime from happening. And make it you know, I, I don't, right. I don't want these individuals out for the next week committing 500 more burglaries over the next week, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so they're off the streets for a short period of time, and now we're, we're chasing the next set of knuckleheads. You make it a, a, an environment that is not conducive to criminal activity, and word gets around about – that on the street quicker than anywhere else, I would think. How much of a problem is crime leeching into Jefferson Parish from Orleans Parish? Are you able to track that or what? Uh, you know, not necessarily from Orleans, right? The burglaries are two sets of groups. It's either the heroin addict that lives in a neighborhood that's just walking around, you know, trying to get their next fix, or it's these teams, which this is the case here, where they come in in a stolen car, you know, three or four people, and they're pulling on every door handle, right? Um, those teams of groups are normally from New Orleans, we've, we've found, right? Uh, that that that. You know, when we make the arrest, typically they're from the wall. And so I will say that type of crime um, has leached over, uh, you know, more specifically. Uh, now, not necessarily the case with our shootings or homicides. Our homicide rate was up very slightly last year, uh, was not was not anywhere near what they've shown in the wounds. Uh, so, but those are more personal type 
um, vendettas against each other, and, and that's why you wouldn't see it uh, leach over into the parishes as much as other places. And so you, you've got to look at crime on, on different wavelengths and different levels, uh, you know, of where, where they're going to be and what they're going to be. I mean, they're looking for guns. They're looking to, to come out and, um, you know, steal guns out of vehicles so they can utilize them in other crimes. And, you know, as we tell people, that don't leave your gun in your car. I mean, mo- most of the time they're not looking for the change that's in your glove box. You know, I mean, they're, they're not, they don't care about that. They're more specifically, uh, you know, handguns in order to be able to use, utilize them in other crops. People go to the basketball game last night, come back, find their windows broken. Some people lost guns. You know, I carry a gun in a car. I got a concealed carry permit for when I drive around at night. But I, I rarely go out at night because I, I get up so damn early. I, I'm normally the car's in the garage. But sheriff, what, what can what do you do, man? If you drive a, a, a you drive around the city, you, maybe you got a concealed carry permit, you got a gun in the car, but you want to go to a public event, you can't bring the the car, the gun into the event. What do what do you do? Is there any way to keep a gun safe in a vehicle? Do you put it in a yeah. trunk or what? No, there's lock boxes. You know, okay. I mean, I have a lock box in my truck. I mean, it's a you know handgun lock box that that bolts down to the to the the frame of the vehicle or the, or the, the undercarriage of the vehicle, uh, and that way it's a separate a separate key that uh, you can lock your firearm and you know whether it's under your seat or under my truck it's under my back seat you know but you can you can put put a lockbox in your vehicle uh that gives extra security uh to, you know for somebody that's breaking into your vehicle put that, a lock that, box that is ex- that is extremely important where do you and i'm sorry to be ignorant on this where do you get these things at who does it uh, you know, like everything else, Amazon, right? Okay. Uh, and you just do it yourself? I mean, you you bolt it in the frame yourself? Yeah, yeah, that's all okay. it is. It's, uh, you know, it'll have two two holes in the bottom of it that you can put a bolt, uh, you know, through the inside of the box, uh, through the frame of your vehicle itself. And, and then, uh, you know, I would I would – you know, in all likelihood, I'd, I'd put some type of sealant around there or I'd get a professional installer to do it uh, just to make sure you don't have any of those problems. But, uh, you know, putting that lockbox in there certainly will um, will help you out tremendously. I'm going to tell you what, as big of a problem as this is, I would suggest you all do a video on this and post it on the website. No kidding. Seriously. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I'll maybe take, take care of that again. Good suggestion. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your time, Sheriff. Kids, have a good day in school, all right? Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you. All right, Joe. Joe Lapinto, Sheriff of Jefferson Parish, 754, 6 till 8, traffic now, WWL.